0: Welcome back to another week, you guys. I'm super excited for today. My friend Christine is on her way right now to come and sit down and chat with me for a little bit. Again, if you guys are subscribed to my YouTube channel, you probably already know who she is. I've done a video with her before and I've like featured some of her video clips in my videos and given her plenty of shout outs. So if you don't know, then go find my YouTube channel or just search Christine Renshaw, but you might spell it wrong. So that's why I'm saying go search for my YouTube channel. You can find hers through mine if you're interested. She does make, um, A lot of cute, more lifestyle type videos for those interested. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Mostly a certain topic mostly regarding college and things. she's a college student. She mentions that in a lot of her videos I think she's pretty proud of the fact and it's super awesome So I came up with a bunch of questions Regarding her college experience and her field and we're gonna get into all of that The first thing always just says for like new people
1: is to just tell us about yourself Like what's up? I'm a basic bitch. My name's Christy <laughs> I met Brie Back when was it, like, our junior year? It was, like, our junior year of high school. Um, She, you guys weren't even, like, dating at the time. (laughs) Like, so I'm dating her boyfriend's twin brother, which we started dating, like, freshman year of high school. A long long, long time ago. And... We met, like, the first time I ever met Brie was at a football game, <laughs> and I, I was, like, so in high school, I was a cheerleader, and I felt like I intimidated Brie a little bit, because I just, like, came up to her after the football game, and, like, my cheer uniform was, like, hey, you're Brie, and she had, like, no idea who I was, <laughs> and you had, like, <laughs> I
0: was, like, gave
1: you, like, a bitch face, I was, like, um... Yeah, you were with, like, was it, like, Tulsi you were with? It?
0: I was with Chelsea and Chloe, and they both
1: like looked at me like. Because <laughs> <it was> <laughs> I had no idea who they were. I just knew who she was, because like she had pink hair at the time, and I think she's <laughs> yeah. like one of the only people in our school with like pink hair. So it was like pretty obvious yeah. <laughs> who she was, and so I like went up and introduced myself, and she's like, "Oh hey." <laughs> like i'm a very like extroverted person which i was like completely comfortable just going up to this stranger and just being hey like we're gonna be friends now because you're about to date (laughs) my boyfriend's brother (laughs) i feel like that's That's
0: something that I'm used to now because I know you but like when I had no idea and I think I kind of like knew who you were because I kind of saw your face but I don't think it clicked with me when you just like because it was really dark and you just like came out of nowhere but like now that wouldn't surprise me if you did that but like Cause I feel like I'm I'm friendly and I can go <laughs> with people like that, but like, I was not.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I was like not expecting that, so I was like, okay. I totally just remember like finding, cause this was the end of the football game, so that's why mm-hmm. she was leaving. It wasn't like she was just like, oh no, this person, I'm gonna leave now. Oh okay, yeah, <laughs> we were already going back to the class. So. And so it was like the very end, and I went back to the. Yeah, it was like the locker room area where like the guys came out and I just went up to Jake and I'm like, I like her. She's nice. I approve. <laughs> like, but she's gonna become my friend whether you like it or not. <laughs> and so Jake's like, okay, whatever.
0: Well, I remember <laughs> like when that was happening, you were you told me a little while after that you were super excited because you didn't have like there wasn't a lot of girls, which is weird looking back because there were girls in the group, but, like, it made a difference to you that it was Zach's brother's girlfriend. And so I just remember she was really, she was, like, extra, extra friendly because she was excited to have, like, somebody else in in
1: the family. I was, like, excited just for the pure fact that, like, whenever I would hang out with Zach, Jake would come. And so whenever we'd go and hang out with his friends, like, the guys would not invite girls. Like, they would if I told them to, but then they just wouldn't invite them. And so I knew you becoming his girlfriend that since I was going to be going, like, Zach would tell Jake that he was inviting me, that he would invite you, and then there would be at least a girl besides myself. <laughs> exactly.
0: it's so like, joining the family events and stuff. Yes. So you did not have to be by yourself. Well, there's that whole long story. <laughs> tell them other things about you.
1: Um. Well, Bree's probably already introduced. I am a college it. student. It's my life, like especially with the major I'm going into. It's like eat, sleep, work. I also work full-time at an optical shop. I'm an optician. And then I go to school full-time too. So it's like no life whatsoever. And then I occasionally try to exercise so I don't get fat. And, you
0: know? she,
1: <laughs> and she occasionally
0: does YouTube videos too, which I, I gave oh, yeah. you a shout-out already. But
1: Extra free promo because I... I
0: told them to check it out, but like, I didn't, I don't know if I explained your channel very well, so you
1: can. I, don't really... I just do whatever I want on this channel, to be honest, like, it's show. more of just like a side kind of fun thing, and I just kind of like, I'll do like story times, I'll do unboxings, I like to try products, like if I just see random weird crap, I'm just like, I'll try that, and then I try <laughs> it on camera, which ends up being like, scary because it's like you don't know what's gonna happen kind of like huh. <laughs> like in uh, the video that me and brie collabed in we were trying like asian beauty products and oh, yeah. <laughs> the, you, we were trying like a tattoo eyebrow thing but like i didn't want to do it because i knew it was gonna happen and it like ripped part of brie's eyebrow <laughs> but it was
0: fine my eyebrows grow like stupid fast so it was like three days where half my eyebrow was gone and then it was like back to normal
1: yeah, and so we just kind of do fun things. Um, we still need to do another video. That's the only video we've done together, but we need to do another one.
0: Well, we one. did it, and then we were planning to do another one, and that was like six months ago. So we're like, well, but we we're both. Broke. I, yeah, I know. My first question is: You're in a STEM field, and oh, I guess that really is the question. Oh, I just I just made it extra long for some reason. Okay, so yeah, you're in a STEM field, and go ahead and tell them like what your major and minor. Cause you you just talked Okay, I was yeah. like sorry, I was thinking, I was like she just talked about that, so I think she
1: has like So currently I am majoring in biotechnology and I am minoring in chemistry. And so biotechnology, a lot of people don't know really what biotechnology is, and that's I don't. like <laughs> no. Explain. it's kinda like um and you have heard, like, it's a lesser form of, like, bioengineering, so it's more of the science side rather than, like, the medical side. And so I'm, and like, doing analysis on certain, like, DNA samples and just really going into, like, the biological side of it. And then if anybody knows chemistry, it's just you get to play with chemicals and shit. <laughs> <laughs> <It's so fun. laughs> and learn about everything and what makes up everything. It kind of blows your mind a little bit.
0: That sounds like too much to handle. (laughs) A lot of, a lot of the times. Tell everybody why you're interested in that. Like what got you
1: interested in the first
0: place I feel like you might have told me but
1: I don't know so originally I was a forensic science major and I first went into that field because I decided I liked I always like watched like Criminal Minds and like CSI I always knew like those shows weren't exactly realistic but I still liked the whole science behind them and like catching criminals based on like evidence and all that um But I decided to change my major because I realized I had more of a passion in directly DNA. And when I got further into forensic science, I found out there was going to be a lot of legal base to it. And that I wouldn't necessarily, even if I went into the lab side, I'd be running into a lot of, like, legals and laws and all that stuff. And I just kind of decided I really wanted to focus more on lab than being, like basically in the criminal justice system I took a bunch of criminal justice classes too and I was just like that's really cool but it literally bored me to death (laughs) like I was just not interested in that and I was more interested in like finding out like specific portions of like your DNA and how they're determining exactly why it matches to something you found in a crime scene and so that's why I switched to biotechnology because it mostly focused on dna in itself and then also i've also been kind of fascinated with eugenics if anybody has heard about eugenics you probably think of like nazis and like 1940s but eugenics is a better term today (laughs) so eugenics back then was like where they were trying to make like the perfect race and like blonde blue-eyed people and that's like totally not what it is today Um, eugenics today is, uh, more commonly things such as, um, in vitro fertilization is a form of eugenics that a lot of people don't know about. So helping mothers that have fertility issues become pregnant. And another form of eugenics would be screening for, um, Down syndrome or autism, anything kind of like that. And I always just found that kind of fascinating. And I, like my, junior year of high school I had to do a paper on it and like ever since then whenever I had a paper that I could choose I always just chose the topic eugenics and just built on my knowledge and after this last year I had done like a 10 page paper on it and I decided that because I have kept this um, eugenics idea for so long and that I've been building on the study on it I decided that I'm gonna go into biotechnology to further into my career and decided that hopefully once I get a bachelor's in biotechnology that I'm going to get a doctorate in genetics and kind of go from there. So
0: basically she's going to be in school for half of her life but then she's going to be rich as hell so we'll see but you kind of just talked about both so I'm a little confused. Are you more interested in like studying and finding new things regarding DNA or are you still interested in kind of being part of like an investigative team like criminal justice way?
1: So that's why I switched to biotechnology because it's more of a broad subject, whereas forensic science, once I had that degree, I would only really be able to do anything in the forensic science field and then maybe some of the DNA, whereas in biotechnology, I could go either way. I could go like maybe my first couple of years and help out a forensics crime lab and do DNA samples for them. And then once I get my graduate degree, then I can go on and do new things and try to find out new genetic manipulations and like hopefully possibly maybe find a new cure for cancer even though that's like really far-fetched but I believe it's somewhere in our genetic code and I just I know I won't be the one to find it to find the cure at least but, but I want to be someone who can help or mm-hmm. I can Find different ways to help out genetic mutations, such as like Lay syndrome or autism and Down syndrome, and possibly even erase that from our genetic code for where we'd never see it again. That'd
0: be crazy as
1: shit.
0: (laughs) For real. So you kind of you kind of want to do a little of both, though. That's why you like this better Mm because you're not okay. Because I'm
1: not limited. Yeah, to just the one. That's why I decided. I'm like, I can go to biotechnology and still be able to do forensics, and still be able to do genetics, and still be able to do. So anything you want <laughs> within biology and yeah stuff. the reason i'm minoring in chemistry was because my biotechnology degree um, required six out of the eight classes to minor in chemistry so I'm just taking two extra classes and I'm gonna get a minor in chemistry yeah because it was like there was six chemistry classes I have to take to go with my biotechnology degree and then it was like and then if and so I looked up I was like that's a lot of chemistry classes I wonder how much it would take to minor in it mm-hmm. and it was like you need two more classes after that and then they're considered upper division so I would con- I would put them into my biotechnology degree as upper division classes so when even be like I was taking extra classes it would be classes that went towards that specific degree so I would be getting a minor while getting this biotechnology degree without taking any extra classes.
0: Okay I'm trying to comprehend (laughs) I'm not a college student so like I get the gist of things but when you go that deep into I'm like okay I'm trying to stick with you but
1: I've never experienced that. So with a bachelor's of science degree um, within any degree there is a basically a portion of where you have to take set classes. There is these set classes you have to take in order to get to this degree. And then once you take those set classes, there's usually a portion at the end, I think mine's 16 credits, where it's 16 credits of upper division classes. doesn't really matter what kind of upper division are, as long as there's some sort of science base and some sort of have to go to your degree. And so like these, it has to make
0: sense yeah
1: but they're just upper division classes which means that they you just have to choose like 16 credits worth of pretty hard classes and Mm -hmm. it can be whatever classes you want but they just basically have to make sense to your degrees (laughs) and they have to be hard classes and so i found out this these two chemistry classes that i didn't have that weren't as my set schedule degree that would go for my minor are considered upper division so i'm just going to use those two classes as a part of those 16 credits and then do whatever else
0: so you're getting the minor and then you're also getting for to get your minor is like the same credits to go towards your upper division so yeah. you can knock okay see now i'm with you like that makes a lot of sense and it's stupid two to birds knock. Stone. exactly like why would you not do it that way okay so what what has been the most challenging thing so far about college in general <laughs> but then what is the most challenging thing about your major in specific
1: the most challenging thing about college in general is just making time to study, to learn. And I, I learned that last, this last semester. So I ended up taking, I didn't take summer off last semester. And so I ended up having five semesters in a row with no breaks besides like Christmas breaks or fall breaks. And like towards the end of those five semesters, I realized I wasn't studying to learn. I was studying to pass. And so at that point, I realized that in college, as much as like you want to get done and you want to pass, there's no point if you don't learn anything mm-hmm. in the end because you're going to have to use that degree. And if you don't ever use that degree, then it's like, what was your time worth at college anyways? And so I think one of, that was one of the hardest things I learned is that you have to take the time to do this. Even if it's – you should, like, do it to learn, not do it to just get a degree. There is no point on paying all that money to just do it to get a degree to hopefully get more money later. Like, if you're not doing it to learn, then you shouldn't be doing it at all.
0: Well, and while you're thinking of the other one, I'm going to butt in just because, like (laughs) – If you don't, then you're going to get to your job and you're going to be confused because you don't know what you're doing. You just want to use your degree. But also, um, just speaking as someone who is more focused on, I mean... I just struggled with, like, with school because you can't sit me down and talk to me for hours and, like, think I'm going to stay awake because I promise I won't. But especially when I got to high school and I was trying to make sure that I I was more focused on work than school Mm because just because of the personal, like, situations I was put in the way I was raised, I was more focused on work. So speaking as someone who graduated high school from doing that where like, just passing or just doing enough to get the grade, when going back and, like, I don't think that I'm a stupid person for this reason, but I'm definitely educated in, like, different things that I didn't learn in Mm -hmm. high school. So, when talking about basic, like, history, I often find myself confused. I'm like, when did this happen? I've never (laughs) heard of this because of the way that I passed school. So, I could have done more outside to, like, actually learn if learning inside wasn't working for me because it never did so if i ever went to college that's how i would need to do it is like i'm gonna have to do extra work outside Mm -hmm. to make sure that whatever i missed today so i think that's a really good point i'm just adding on (laughs) i'm just adding on to that
1: yeah and it's just something like i had to learn for myself and it i think it really struck hard this last fall semester about a year ago where i had to take chemistry and calculus at the same time And if I were to tell you guys anything that you should learn from this is do not take chemistry and calculus at the same time unless you were, like, uber-duber-duber smart. Like, I thought I was pretty smart, but I was not smart enough to take calculus and chemistry at the same time. But it got to... It was really extremely difficult, but the one thing... I had to learn for myself like I'm a full-time student and I work full-time. I live in an apartment that I pay completely by myself besides my boyfriend and for the most part I'm the one actually holding up most of the money in the house like I'm paying for most of the things besides the occasional like you know rent um, the but but <laughs> not like a couple weeks or anything but um, I got it got to a point where I had to tell my manager that I had to cut back on hours during that and like as much as it was really hard to like have less money I knew that it was going to be better for that same purpose where I wanted to study to learn and not study to pass and so I had to tell my manager I was like I can't work five days for 40 hours I have to cut back or else I'm not going to pass this semester which ended up being really funny because I ended up passing my calculus class, and then I thought I didn't pass my chemistry class. So I retook the chemistry class, only to find out after the end of the second time taking that chemistry class that I actually passed the first time taking that chemistry class. I I (laughs) was so freaking mad and it wasn't until i was registering for the fall so i took i took the first chemistry class in the fall and then i thought i failed so i took it again in the spring and so i was registering for the next fall's classes when i found out that the passing that the passing grade was a lot lower than i thought it was and i had actually passed the chemistry class and so I basically wasted a whole semester on oh, taking sorry. chemistry again, which wasn't necessarily a total waste. I lo- I learned a lot more and comprehended a lot, but I didn't necessarily get much better of a grade <laughs>
0: than I did but the first semester. You also have a story time now, so there you go. <laughs>
1: yeah i ended up getting like a c minus the first time which i thought you needed a c to pass but it was actually you needed a c minus to pass so i was like i was so pissed i ended up getting a c plus the second time but to be fair chemistry 101 is the number one failed class for college students in america so i don't feel too bad so, my c+ <laughs> so i don't feel. but like i said i'm minoring in chemistry and i'm gonna have like six more chemistry classes to go so wish me luck
0: but you'll learn a lot more along the way so by the time you're done hopefully you'll actually have a lot better of an understanding yeah on something like that but I don't think I,
1: don't think I answered her second question no you didn't the hardest say, is like a question. <laughs> the hardest part in my major yes
0: yeah, specifically
1: I think the hardest part in my major is just like the science behind everything like I didn't realize how much everything could go into being just, like, intricate and very detailed, and I learned that in chemistry, and just, like, gosh, I don't know. I think the one thing I learned about, like, especially, like, choosing your major is that the easy way is not necessarily the best way. At one point between deciding if I wanted, when I was in forensics, I was just like, this is not what I wanted. This is boring. I, this is really hard. Because at that point in time, I also thought I had failed my chemistry class, and I was just like, I don't think I'm going to be good enough for this major. And I looked and I looked into other majors. I even considered marketing. Don't even. <laughs> I remember
0: being I was like,
1: okay. <laughs> not even. My grandpa was into marketing, so I was like, I could do that. And then I realized that just because it is hard at one point doesn't mean that you should basically give up on it and trade it for something that's not going to make you as happy. And so that's when I just basically just bit my tongue and decided to go into biotechnology. I knew it was even going to be harder than forensics, but I knew in the long run that's what I wanted to do. And I know that there may be some classes I won't pass the first time around, But it's going to be worth it for when I actually get the major that I'm passionate about and going the hard route rather than getting some easy marketing major and just going by and just doing a bunch of English classes. (laughs) Not saying that necessarily marketing is easy, but I know it's going to be a lot easier than if I had chose my biotechnology degree, but I knew I wasn't going to be as happy So I think that's one of the hardest things I learned for my major. Like no matter if it's going to be difficult, if you're passionate about it, then you just need to push through.
0: And I'm glad that you pointed that out because she's not saying don't switch your majors, guys. (laughs) Like (laughs) just because like for a second there, I thought that's where you're going to end. And I was like, wait, but why are you back in the super hard major if you still hate it? But she doesn't. (laughs) So if you don't like your major, then I think you should switch it, even if that maybe that other major is easier, whatever. But that's a good point not to just take the easy way out when you knew that isn't even what you wanted you just I, th- I feel like that's just like when you kind of feel like you got knocked down yeah. and you just had that moment of doubt and you're like no I actually like want this mm-hmm. and I think that I'd be good at it um are
1: there it was, like my fifth, it was like my fifth semester in a row and I was just I was really burnt out yeah, and <laughs> you could yeah, you could just tell by my grades because like during my very first semester of college, I remember getting like straight A's and then I had a B. And then, so these first like five semesters were literally the first five semesters I ever had of college in general, like so you in a just row. For it. You're <laughs> just like, I'm going. And so I just like pushed myself, and you could tell just like the dip in my grades. I ended up like this last, this very last semester, I think I didn't even get I think I got one a out of like four classes I was taking and the rest were just like B's C plus C minus and it was just like I knew that at that time I just felt defeated that like I could tell my grades were dipping and then once I really looked into it I realized it was just because I had pushed myself too hard not that I wasn't good enough it was just I stretched my limits too thin
0: yeah without giving yourself a break in between then yeah I probably would have snapped to where I'm like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here (laughs) like excuse me
1: the first time I took chemistry I was like what the fuck because chemistry is like basically everything broken down into pieces and just like it's just kind of it didn't really stick to me that first semester I was just like oh, this equals this. Like that first semester I was literally studying to pass and then the second semester I was studying to learn. And when I was studying to learn, it's just kind of fascinating. Like, you know, everybody knows about the periodic table. They're just like, oh, those are elements and yada, yada, yada. You just know that. But like the fact that if you really think about it, those elements on the periodic table are the simplest forms they can be. You cannot break that element down into any lesser of a form than what it is. And so that's why those are elements. So like, basically anything like oxygen, carbon, anything like that. You can't break it down any smaller than it is. Like you can't break it down like, oh, if I break it in half, no, it's no longer oxygen. It's something Mm -hmm. else. No, you break it down, it's more oxygen. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of struck me. I was just like, if you just like think about it, that's crazy how we have elements where it's like you, it stops becoming breaking down of materials. Whereas like everyday items we use is all made up. Of some of those elements on that periodic table. <laughs> You're geeking out on this <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> I don't think I asked this one yet. I think we got distracted before I did, but ma- tell me okay. if I already asked this. Are there any challenges that you weren't expecting? Oh, I no, you didn't. I mean, this that. could go, you could answer again about college and then about your major, because I feel like there's a lot of challenges with both.
1: Well, like those challenges were i was just like saying kind of like the learn like you study to learn rather than studying to pass that was something i struggled to get over because high school for me was all about basically i did not have to study whatsoever. If I sat in a classroom, I could absorb and take a test just fine, except for like maybe one or two classes. Like math, math I never had to study for, absolutely. I was always just like, if I did the homework and if I was sitting in class and I learned it, I never had to study for it. And I always got straight A's in math or B's and it freaking kicked me in the <laughs> face when I got to calculus because calculus is a whole nother fucking planet of math like for that class even if I studied I would barely pass and I'm pretty sure the only reason I passed calculus was because I cried in front of my teacher and my teacher felt so bad because he was this he was just like this old little German man like with this thick German accent and he was so freaking sweet and I'm pretty sure he's the only reason I passed that and because he was the only teacher that let us have take-home tests <laughs> so we got to take home our calculus tests, which even that was fucking hard. like take Taking home a calculus test, even for me, was just, like, was beyond. I got a C in that class, but I swear to God, it was only because that professor let me do take-home tests, and then, I don't know if you'll ever hear Lindsay on here, but Lindsay Roller, shout out to her, because she also helped me with that class, (laughs) because we had the same calculus class together, and we were both (laughs) just, like, struggling along together, and, like, especially on those take-home tests, she helped me out a crap ton but it was it was rough <laughs> um that was definitely a challenge was basically now having to learn how to study like before I just basically did like flashcards, and I was okay if I even needed to study for that I think and then
0: like, funny just like,
1: you're, you're saying this and I'm like I can see that being a
0: challenge for you because you're so type a <laughs> like you're a very type a personality so like you've always been like super motivated in school and like always being on top of your class or whatever and so like get to college and that's like the hardest thing because you're like what the
1: fuck i've never struggled with this this is bullshit
0: I my money
1: back. And, like, there's always going to be people that tell you that, like, oh, college is different. You could have a 3.9 in high school, and then you'll have, like, a 2.9 in college, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily true. It's basically what they're trying to tell you is that if you stick to your old ways on how you learned in high school to get that 3.9, that's exactly what you're going to get in college is a 2.9. And that's one of the challenges I had to learn is because you have to adjust to college because it's completely different. Like I said, I never really had to study before. I never... I had to study for like calculus and like now like whenever I did the homework I always got the homework immediately and I could be done within 20 minutes and like this past year most of my homework for one class alone takes me an hour because I don't necessarily understand it the first time no matter how long I stay in class no matter how much I take notes and that's kind of one of the things that was challenging for me was learning that I had to adjust it couldn't be. I couldn't learn the way that I did in high school because it wasn't going to have the same outcome.
0: So, you kind of already explained one, and I don't know if this goes back to high school or what, but like, what are one or some of the coolest
1: or most interesting things that you've learned? <laughs> so, you're like, fuck. One of the coolest things that I've learned is that depending on your school, is that like you can become friends with just like anybody based on like, one common ground (laughs) like if you like i literally made friends with this girl in my chemistry class for like there was this one this just one problem we both did not understand (laughs) like just one single problem on one day and like ever since then like we were best friends no matter how much <laughs> we didn't have in common because we decided we had someone to talk to so that was at least just on my and i've had that in multiple instances where if you just find like one thing in common or one interest you both can get around you can make a ton of friends in college That's and funny. basically those friends are your assets i highly recommend to make friends in college because there will be days where you can't go to school. And then if you make those friends, you can just text them and be like, hey, what I miss? And they can send you items. Versus like if you don't make any friends, if you miss a day, you're screwed because most of the professors will be like, well, that fucking sucks. That's your own fault you didn't show yeah. up to class. No matter if you're dying on a freaking bed, deathbed or not, it's basically, I would say that's one of the coolest things I learned is like if you make friends – Like, no matter what, we're all college students, we're all trying to get to that degree, we're all gonna have each other's backs on trying to do it. What
0: skills, abilities, and personal attributes do you think are necessary, holy fuck, do you think are necessary (laughs) to succeed in your, like, career field? So, like, that's totally different than, like, succeeding in college, but, like, what do you feel like Because everybody's fucking different, so it's not like you can speak for every person in your major. I'm just curious. That was, like, a totally curious question. Like, do you think there's certain attributes that would help somebody succeed?
1: I think the number one thing is just, like, being passionate and being happy in that degree you've chosen. Because if you're putting all this hard work into something you're not gonna like then you're not gonna do a good job at it no matter how hard you try it's not going to be the same as if you were going into a degree that you really liked and got into that job field that you really like because your work will show like 110 times better than as if you went into something that you didn't like and that you did like as much as hard work as if you did something you did like it just shows within your work that you're passionate about it, and it makes your life a hundred and ten times easier makes your job a hundred and ten times easier. So I would say anything like being passionate and being happy with what you do is going to be the most beneficial thing, not only for you, but for your job and like your family and your life in general.
0: yeah. I was wondering, because I'm just like, well, I was wondering, kind of, I think that can apply to, like, every major, honestly, and it should, and a lot of these things do, but, like, I was just curious if there was ones that you had thought, just for those who didn't understand the question, because I feel like this is a really weird question, (laughs) but it's like, okay, maybe if you are a drama student, a good attribute that you might want to succeed is to be expressive and, like, comfortable in being expressive and I think Were
1: you asking specifically for my major or just like a broad subject? I was doing it as a broad subject. Oh, I was
0: asking for your major, like oh. in specific, but like mine that just came just came to mind is like I think for yours and again this can go to a lot, but like yours is one of those very difficult a, like science is just hard in general so like being super determined because mm-hmm. you're gonna get a lot of kick downs with your major and that's goes for everybody that's just totally different than like a drama student who has like other qualities that might help them but
1: i would think like especially since biotechnology and science is just a very difficult major in itself is that um comparisons you can't compare yourself to other people within that same major because they don't learn the same way you do. They don't basically apprehend things the same way you do. So one of the struggles that you'll come across, especially in such a hard degree like mine, is that you'll get somebody like a friend and they'll get like 100% on a quiz or something that you only got like 60%. And that's going to tear you down. But that's another thing is like you shouldn't compare yourself to them and just be like, oh, well, they got 100%, I got 60%, like, that sucks, like, I'm stupid or anything. Like, no, it's just obviously you didn't understand that quiz quite right. And at that point, you need to just reevaluate yourself rather than comparing yourself to other people to say, oh, dang, I got 60. That's still a good majority. And some actually in some countries, that's considered passing, because it's more than half. And that that's one of the things like in science and technology is that, You have to be determined to learn for yourself and to not compare yourself to other people like, oh, I knew this really smart girl and she failed this class, so I'm for sure gonna fail this class. Like that cannot be a mindset when going into such a hard degree. You have to go in and saying like, this is my fresh start. I can do this with myself and that if I need help, I can ask for it, but just don't compare yourself to others and just be determined in what you wanna learn and what you wanna get out of this degree.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing is that like, there's so there's so many different subjects and topics within every single one like degree and there's going to be different ones whereas like you're saying well if this really smart girl got 100 and i only got 60 maybe that was a topic that she just understood really well but the the table can totally turn in that situation where she could maybe even like fail the quiz or whatever but that's just something you really grasped and it's that happens all the time so far have you personally seen or experienced any challenges as a woman in a STEM field because I know that that happens but I don't know if you're quite far enough or I'm like I feel like this is a question where it's no, like no. no you have to be working to really experience it but I feel like you might have experienced something it was worth an ask I don't know
1: I mean most the time I've had a couple encounters where people are just, like, really surprised. Um, And I've also had, yeah, I've also had some professors who have made comments about women being in chemistry. They're professors? Yeah, and I actually have him next semester on my Chem 2 class, too. I'm not excited, but his class time was the only time that worked with my schedule, so I had to choose him. But he's just, like, he was just very one of those people that was just, like, well, like sometimes women don't understand it as much as men as understand what? it and like because we've done it for longer what and <laughs> you, that's like we as a whole not your freaking ugly old
0: professor like he's acting like oh well I've done it longer yeah just because men above you have
1: done it longer like that doesn't include you more than any other woman
0: now what the fuck
1: much- and there was just be like times that was just like oh well if I can do this in ten minutes. Um, it might be able to take you guys like an hour or something like that. Fuck? And <laughs> it was just kind of like he was very like, and it wasn't always necessarily towards women either. It was like towards our whole class. Like he would very much like talk down to the whole class as so a whole. So he wasn't
0: just sexist
1: and ages. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh well, we've been doing this, and like I'm gonna teach you guys this, and oh, well, I can't teach you guys this yet. You'll learn that next semester. You guys wouldn't be able to understand that yet. Like, I'm not even going to touch on that. And then it would be, like, on our quiz, and we'd be like, what the fuck? Like, we want not know what to do. Because they, like, wouldn't teach it to us. And then, like, most of the other times is when I'm talking. Like I said, I'm an optician and an optical. And, like, sometimes when you're just, like, talking to people, it'll be like, oh, you go to college? Like, what major are you studying? And like sometimes with even just like men, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm studying biotechnology, and they kind of give me like this weird look, and they're just like, so you're not
0: too so not dumb. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe that's more of a blonde joke Actually- than a
0: female joke, but
1: and they'll just give you a funny look and they be like, oh well, like good luck with that. Like that seems like really her. passionate like, of you. She's too smart for me. Gotta or my worst one, like the worst experience I ever had, and I think I told you about this, was with my own college advisor. Did I tell you about that? Uh-huh. So this was right when I was switching from forensic science to um, biotechnology. and she's even a female counselor too. And I don't know if it was just because I'm like a blonde blue eyed girl that like pretty much semi looked good when I went into there. But like I went in to go and talk to her about switching my major. And then she was talking about like, oh, well, you'd still have to take this stats class. And I'm like, why would I have to take that stats class? And she's like. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, like like,
1: it was like I had already taken a previous stats class. And at this point, I had already taken calculus all the way up and I had done everything below that. And she was like, oh, and you would need to take this like by this fall because you took 1050, which was like college algebra and like 2016 and your credits expire in two years and i was like well why would i need to do that i already took calculus and everything and she goes you took calculus and i was like yeah and she's like did you pass (laughs) and i just like didn't really know how to why would you bring up the fact that you took it if you didn't pass is my question that's what i was saying and she was just like and i actually looked at her and i was just like yeah, I passed, you can see it, and she, it was, like, literally on her screen, like, she could have just turned like her head,
0: she was shocked, what, you passed,
1: and what then she, I was just, like, I don't know, I'm, like, just because I'm pretty, and I take time to look at myself, and i <laughs> get myself ready, does not mean I'm fucking stupid, and that's one of the other things I get a lot, is that, like, I get, I'm because not gonna I'm be, pretty. I'm not gonna be, like, <laughs> Like, I don't want to be necessarily, like, oh, what's the word? Like, self- conceited. I don't want to be, like, conceited. But, but I, like, so, compared to a lot of the girls in my field and in my major, I would absolutely say I am one of the prettier ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm not conceited
1: though. I'm not conceited, guys. <laughs> I, I just don't want to say I'm conceited, but like because of that, I get a lot of backlash for that.
0: I feel like this is pretty obvious, but everybody on the internet always takes things the wrong way, so I just wanted to make it clear that I really feel that Christine is not trying to bag on the way that anybody looks. She's just kind of trying to explain the way that she puts a lot of effort into her appearance and how that's kind of affected things for her so i really hope that none of you guys took that the wrong way this sounds so dumb i'm sorry you guys i just wanted to interrupt and make it clear for those few people
1: that probably misunderstood so back to the podcast like oh you want to go into that Like, are you sure? You want to, like, go into, like, cosmetology or something like (laughs) that?
0: (laughs) Which, by the way, is fucking hard, you guys. So she's saying it like that. But as somebody who's been in cosmetology, like, please respect your hairdressers. That shit is hard.
1: Oh, shit. Like, I would never be able to do that. Like, honestly, why do you think I'm going into biotechnology? (laughs) It's just something, like, women are prone to, like, cosmetology or cooking or, like, shit like, like that. Science. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> science bitch. i want to blow stuff
1: up <laughs> and it's just like that backlash where it's just like they just like that first and that's why I think I get looks from men a lot because they'll like see me and then they'll be like okay oh, good luck yeah
0: <laughs> so that's like a whole different issue um I mean I don't want to like I mean, label it, How do I even word this? Like, labeling yourself pretty and knowing that you're cute is totally fine and it's a, an okay thing to do and everybody should do it. But, like, I feel like if you. like a
1: burden at my point. Like Being so pretty. And, like, a weird way. Like, not necessarily being, like, so pretty. But the fact that, like, I actually take the time of day to, like, put on mascara occasionally or I curl my hair And I, like, I wear contacts, but I don't wear glasses, where, like, a lot of girls in my major, like, don't even put on makeup. They have, like, the teeniest, like, grandma glasses. They'll Mm -hmm. put their hair up in a bun, and they are come with sweats to school, where I'm... I like the way like I look at myself. So I will get dressed and I'll put skirts on and I will make myself look like this hallway at my school is my runway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not for anybody but myself. It makes me feel good. But in that instance, it's like because I do that, most people don't think that I'm in the major I am. I usually have people like, oh, let me guess your major. And they'll be like, English, communications. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going into biotechnology. And then half the time when I say that, some of these kids don't even know what that is. And I'm like, well, then shut the fuck up. Don't be like trying to guess my major if you don't even know what it is. But yeah, like at that point, it's it sometimes is a burden because people are so superficial and like, don't judge a book by your cover. Thinking it's different than speaking. Yeah, no, exactly.
0: Like if you if you're thinking these stereotypical things or whatever, then, I mean, that's you got to work mean? on your own thoughts. Like, but acting on those is like you totally actually, different. yeah, totally taking action on that. So don't do it. But I feel like that's um, a total different issue too because there's certain issues that all women struggle with in being in stem fields and i know that a lot of like activists are coming out talking about those things and i can't relate to any of that i'm not super educated on all of that but it was important to ask but then you brought up a a whole other issue just like being even just like a half decent looking person Mm -hmm. basically which is total like based on everybody's own opinion of beauty so like i don't want to offend anybody by saying
1: it's also because of like stereotypes in movies Like if you ever, it's like, unless it's like some kind of romantic novel, if you watch any kind of movie and if there's some sort of female scientist in it, 99% of the time, she's probably not attractive. And that's because that's how movie animators portray those roles. It's not attractive and they're wearing glasses and their hair is up in a bun and like... Unle- like I said unless it's like some sort of romantic comedy or something where she's actually like really hot but she's probably the main character in it if it's some sort of side or background character they're not gonna look attractive for the most part of because basically if they do look attractive most of the time people, like see that as like oh they're not really a scientist they're just like some dumb blonde in the background that they just wanted to make look pretty or she's pretending to be a scientist to seduce somebody like you don't see if you want like in movies if you see any like female scientists and like for some reason like hollywood will do this if they want you to think that she's legit she won't be that pretty and she will be like normal. That's a normal. Good
0: point that's really interesting. But I think even in this sense you're you're meaning attractive as in like the way that they put effort into yeah. themselves. So it's not just about because like because like I was just saying like everybody portrays their version of beauty differently. That's why everybody has different tastes in. Um, I was going to say men, but like whatever you're into, everybody has different tastes. So like not even just speaking on what your taste is, just the fact that they always look sloppy and unkempt and like they don't ever try and put that effort in. Okay. And I'm curious, I'll probably ask you that question again in the future because you're just speaking as your experience from college, which I was thinking like the, the kind of disrespect you would get in like a workplace. And I wasn't thinking it would be that similar, but it's probably pretty similar to just the way that people speak to you about this situation so i'll probably ask you again in the future and like not that i want you to have bad experiences but it's important to bring that up if you have if i ask you the question again but
1: and it's also like same for like women going into like the sports fields like if anybody's wanting to go into like physical training or like any kind of like sports medicine and if you're a female like People don't typically think of like sports trainers and people necessarily fitness being coaches. or fitness coaches or like anything to do with sports female. And like when so I used to work just like at target and um, there was we just there's always going to be a sports section in the target. And I was over there and I had uh, like a dad and a son and like I was putting stuff away and he walked up to me and he was like, hey, can you get a guy over here to come help me find something? And I was just like, I can help you find it. And he's like, well, I don't think you're going to know what it is. And I'm like, and I like pulled out. I had like this kind of like iPod thing where I could search up items. And I was just like, I can still find it. And then he was just like trying to find some hunting knife. And I was just like, I know what a freaking hunting knife was. But it was just like, he just want, he wanted a guy to show him where it was. Because so he thought funny. a guy would know where it is in the sports section.
0: and Okay, this is totally, like, same topic, but, like, I, at my job the other day, um, you know what my job is, so that's all that matters, but um, I had to listen to some guy, possibly girl, I honestly couldn't tell the sex of this person, talking to their grandpa. They called their grandpa just to be like, oh, I don't think I can watch football anymore, so I was like, okay, maybe, like, his team lost something. No, he was going off about the fact that they're adding male cheerleaders and they're like, "Really? Why do they like why? Why do they have to add male cheerleaders?" I'm like, "Why are you so mad about it?" First of all, but then he kept going. Um, I don't know what the grandpa said, but he responded and I'm assuming something about adding women into the NFL or whatever and the Guy that was originally talking just went off about that. Like, there's no way, there's no way they're gonna let women play football. It's like, what the, f-? like, first of all, like, if they let women try out and a woman made the fucking team, guess what? That means she's good. So, like, why? Like, why is that a big deal? Per- like, personally, I yeah. think male cheerleaders are some of the best cheerleaders. Like, when I'm watching, they're probably the most entertaining part, except for like the flyers, but like, yeah seeing like these guys like especially when (laughs) this is like such a weird thing but like especially when all the girl cheerleaders are yelling Mm -hmm. sometimes if you don't have a guy there to balance it out it's like ear piercing it's like hurts your ears and so you have these dudes balancing it out and it's fucking great well
1: not to like toot my own horn or anything but i was a cheerleader in (laughs) high school but like male like honestly the males were probably like 20 times better than half of the female cheerleaders on our team men are
0: just crazy like they're i feel like girls can obviously do this but like a lot of boys are just kind of dumb so they'll do stuff like backflips and all those tricks trying to be cool and like they'll break their neck but if they don't and they're lucky they can be male cheerleaders who already have these stunts down with no training just because in my personal experience i know a couple women who are obviously not like this but majority of women i know don't do that kind of stupid shit like we're a little bit smarter than that or we have like boobs that get in the way of things and like these guys just do it and so they already have these stunts down and i love watching it honestly
1: well and guys would always like anytime we had a guy on our team they would learn tricks faster than girls and it was for that same purpose like most girls would just have a mental block and like (laughs) the guys would be like well, that looks cool. Let me try it. And they would try it like three times and they would get it. Like no matter how many times they'd fall on their ass. Like we, there's like a, if any of you guys know any kind of gymnastics or cheerleading out here, there's um a tumbling called a full. And it's where you basically do a full frontal flip in the air with your body being completely vertical. And we only had, at the time, we had one girl that knew how to do it. And so she was doing it. And one of the guys on our team was just like, That looks kind of cool. How do you do that? And she just like kind of told it to him and then did it one more time. And then he was just like, I want to try that. And he did it twice and he got it the second time. And one of that is like the most difficult trick you can do on a floor without any kind of mat before like getting super fancy. And he learned it within two tries.
0: That's not fair at
1: all. So if they're going to put male cheerleaders on the NFL, like it's going to be more hyped. (laughs) It's
0: going to be lit. (laughs) I think that they should, honestly okay so i don't i don't think i asked this we keep answering like i don't even know what the fuck we're talking about which is good that's like the that's like the fun part of podcasts is when you can have that conversation but um the last question i have written here is what
1: are you most excited for
0: regarding anything anything that we talked about honestly
1: besides like being done with school like like she said like some I'm one of those people that right out of high school I went directly into college and so I besides like summer I don't know what it's like to not be in school Mm -hmm. during like like during Christmas or during like I don't remember like it was so long ago and so I'm pretty stoked about that just being done with only having to work instead of doing work and school which takes a lot of mental capacity that some days I just don't have um I'm probably most excited for like learn like the, the just like chemistry and stuff like actually being able to use that stuff in real life rather than just talk about it like being able to take what I have learned and use it rather than like most people with like high school and like junior high like anything like that you learn a basic set of skills but you hardly ever use them especially like with certain math like at least now right now I don't use more than basic math which I learned basic math back in like elementary school and so I've always kind of felt like that was annoying but the fact that with everything I'm learning now in college, besides like maybe a couple of like basic classes, I'm actually going to be able to use in my life and use what I'm going to do in my job. And I'm pretty excited to use what I've learned rather than yeah. <laughs> just stuffing it in a memory and hoping that it'll come back one day. I don't think I'll ever use trigonometry, <laughs> but the things I'm learning in chemistry is pretty nice because they're, like in certain shows, there will be certain things that they talk about that my boyfriend won't understand. And then, like, this light bulb comes into my head because I'm like, I learned that in chemistry. I understand what they're saying. And he's like, great for you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, like, it's super exciting to, like, being able to understand certain things that you wouldn't normally know without going to college. Isn't
0: that the best? Like, even just educating yourself on the side, like, when you finally get something, you're like, what? So, last thing, do you have any, like psa's or advice or anything else that you want to touch on
1: i mean last like more emphasis on what i've been talking about throughout pretty much this whole whole podcast is like if you're going to go to college and you're going to get a major like study to learn like actually try to learn the materials and not study just to pass a test or pass a quiz or pass a class like study to learn the materials and make sure what you're learning is something that's either semi-interesting to you or that's something you love because there's no point on learning it if it's not going to benefit you in your life versus happiness. Yeah. And
0: um, another thing is to just remember that, especially if you're in college and you have to go through shitty classes that you don't want to take, that you don't like just to get your, your degree, just remember that you're in the thick of it, but it's something that you're passionate about and you just have to get to like that finish line and you can forget about all of these things that you don't like and won't use, but just remember that you have to go through this in order to get yeah, to... Or just the good part of being done and just working the job that you actually wanted to work it's from the start.
1: Very, and It's also very satisfying to, like, say, like, at least for me right now, like, so two semesters ago I took my last English class. And now I will never have to take English ever again. And I feel that very satisfying. What? And even though I thought, in, I like... English. I hate, I hate English like I'm good at it but I can't stand writing papers all day it just drives me nuts and then like I said I just passed calculus and because I just passed that I will never have to take a math class again unless I want to go into like genetics and I think maybe I'd have to take two more math classes but besides that like I'm done with math I've learned the capacity of math for what I want to do so it's gonna suck but the fact that you can get through those classes and you have proof that you learned and you pass those classes and you're like, I've gone to this capacity, which for some people like is mind blowing. Like you just, you did that. Mm -hmm. So that's just, just do it. (laughs) Appreciate those
0: milestones that you're making. And this can go for like all of life because if you're not a college student, if anybody like hasn't picked it up yet, Christine's a college student. I'm not, at least not currently. So I feel like that gives both sides to like, You could use this advice for just life in general if you're not a college student. This is just a good informational podcast, but appreciate all the milestones in your life. When you get to certain places or closer to where you want to be, then treat yourself a little bit or go out and celebrate or hang out with friends or binge watch a show on Netflix or do something to kind of celebrate that.
1: And don't be ashamed of getting tutors if something is hard, but you're really passionate about it. That was one of the other things that was really difficult for me was like, I was never one to get a tutor. I was always the one tutoring people and helping people, but I got to college and that changed and that's something that I would say to get over real quick is that pride in yourself and that it's not bad to get a tutor. It's not bad to ask questions and it's not bad to basically ask for help. And then last but not least, always sit in the front of a classroom that you're not good at the subject. I promise you, it'll make you pay attention 20 times more. If you sit in the back and it's a hard subject, you're just going to doodle in your books. you're not going to understand. But if you sit in the front, then the teacher always has eyes on you. And so you're not going to doodle as much and you're going to pay attention more
0: that's really good advice actually like cuz then there's all that pressure and you just yes. have to pay attention and the best you'll if you're paying attention and you're confused you I feel like you're also more likely to ask questions when you're like making eye contact and you know I feel like that always happened when it's like I didn't understand and I made eye contact with the teacher I felt like he knew into my soul that I didn't get what he was saying and you'll just like just ask questions anyways <laughs> even if you don't like to just ask questions um but I think we're done for this episode so Again you guys, if you have any questions for Christine or let me know if you guys ever send me things you want me to talk about and you want me to talk about it with a certain person cuz I might not. <laughs> but if you have questions, reach out to me on social media at Cranberry on Instagram kind of and like Twitter. You're cranberry. That's that's the point of the oh, Yeah, cuz well Well, I used to people nicknamed me Cranberry in elementary cuz I thought that was like clever or something <laughs> and then i told chloe that and chloe's sister came up with cranberry because it's it my name and it cool. sounds pretty close so i was like oh that's weird
1: yeah
0: that's the point <laughs> of it and then <laughs> but a lot of people don't know that but that's why they kind of i think that's why they kind of came up with it otherwise so she just thought remember. it was funny what now they're gonna remember now she they're gonna remember the yeah, so now you'll know exactly. That's, I mean, maybe they didn't come up with it for that reason, but that's why I kept the username, because that story for me, and I was like, that actually was a thing. But, okay. I how people are going to remember,
1: because most yeah. people, if you just tell them an at name, they're be like, what? But now that there's a story behind yeah, they'll be, don't be like,
0: remember. oh, the cranberry thing. That's right. <laughs> Where can people find you online if they want to reach out?
1: Uh, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> um, it's at KissyChrissy24, which. The reason I have that is because that was my nickname (laughs) when I was little (laughs) (laughs) was Kissy Chrissy. So if you want to message me on Twitter or Instagram, it's both of them are just at Kissy Chrissy 24 or you can just reach out to Brie and she can get you to me. So (laughs) because that might be easier to remember than mine.
0: (laughs) And then your YouTube channel, right?
1: Oh, yeah. My YouTube channel is just Christine Renshaw. And, and it's the an E. <laughs> <laughs> and the Christine is a e And the there end. is a backstory to that. And if you want to learn the backstory to that, it's on my YouTube channel. Which video? Really, yeah. It's the About Me one, I think. It's like it's the one that's tagged on my channel. Like it's the first thing that pops up when you. Go to my is
0: channel, it? I believe. Okay, you so, tagged it on your channel. Yeah. I, I like, should do that. Oh, like, I, I have an, a, I have a like a 25 facts about me. And I was like, I should pin it. And I was like, it's not up yet. I'm just kidding. And I don't even like the facts. I'm probably going to do another one later, but I don't know what I'm going to do. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening, you guys. Feel free to give a good review. Uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, we got to go. It's it's like 1030 here, so Christine's got to go to sleep with her busy, busy life. She's like, nah, Netflix. If you like this podcast, you can share it with your friends. <laughs> I need some snacks.
1: I know. If <laughs> you if you like this podcast well i friends. was gonna
0: be serious and then you looked right into my soul and i was like <laughs> i'm not gonna do it anymore maybe i'll just start doing that you do 20 subscribe 20. bye <laughs>